Welcome back to the Brett Winnable Show. Brett Jensen here with you going up until 7 o'clock tonight. Then at my show, Breaking with Brett Jensen, Scott Hamilton from the WBT Newsroom will be filling in from 7 to 8. And as I told you at the top of the show that we bring in now gubernatorial candidate and former congressman Mark Walker. He's on the Republican side and he's running against uh, the two primary candidates, Mark Robinson and Dale Falwell. And so first of all, I really do appreciate you joining us today, sir. I, I know b- things are busy and I know it was like somewhat, somewhat of a last minute thing. So I do appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to talk to us today. Uh, Brett, always good to be with you. Appreciate the good work you do. Thank you, sir. Um, okay. So a couple of things um, before we get into like the meat of how things are going um, in terms of that. Uh, right now, how do you think things have gone since your announcement that you were going to run for governor to where we are today? How have things gone? Uh, well, for, for, for us, they've, they've gone pretty well. This has been uh, something we announced May the 20th, so it's been for us been chipping away. Uh, specifically being the only other candidate that's polling in, in double digits like we are, uh, we knew this would be the long game. And, and frankly, people uh, in statewide politics, they don't really start really engaging until probably uh, maybe early to mid-October before they even know who's running. I, I would imagine that most North Carolinas still couldn't name the, the top three candidates running for governor of the five that are. So our job has kind of been building a network throughout the state, talking about the things that are important to us, and when appropriate, even drawing some contrasts from time to time. Uh, and that's been our plan. We've worked that plan, and we've seen uh, we've seen moderate success. But again, uh, waiting for people to really engage, I think, is when we want to make the full, uh, I guess, the full court press. We're talking with Mark Walker. He's a gubernatorial candidate, former congressman here in North Carolina. There are some things that. A trend that has started, and I really want to say it started with Joe Biden, where he basically wouldn't talk to people, he wouldn't come out, and it was everything that you could do just to get him to do one or two debates. And then, you know, look, Ted Budd basically did the same thing. Like He wasn't talking to the media. He wasn't, you know, very rarely would speak to anyone, and he wasn't doing a couple of the debates. And now you sort of see that now with Mark Robinson. When, when asked whether or not he would do debates, he keeps saying no comment. And so what are your thoughts about this new trend and that one that Mark Robinson seems to be doing? Well, I, I have a huge problem with it, whether it's a, a statewide level or whether it's on the presidential level. The way that I look at this, if in my case, I'm running for the chief executive position of North Carolina. I look at it as a responsibility and a duty for people to be able to vet these candidates, in my case, whether it's me or someone else, and know what it is that you really believe. See, anybody can put a slick campaign commercial together. Uh, they can give you a four or five minute speech. And here's the thing, Brett, even a lot of Republicans, uh, they have memorized our vernacular, whether it's an evangelical perspective, whether it's a hard right cons- conservative perspective. So when they come into these echo chambers, they know exactly 100% what to say that will have you on your feet or hit the next 10 minutes, then walk off the stage and never ask a single question, well, how are you going to get that done? You just said this, X, Y, and Z. What's your solution? What's the plan? And I worry that a lot of Republicans uh, have, have put all their marbles in the rhetoric as opposed to results. 
But that's why uh, it, it, there's no vetting process that's going on in these places. And we wonder why we're frustrated once we get somebody in office and they don't do what they promised they would do is because we were not able to vet them in the first place. Talking with Mark Rocker, who's running for governor here in North Carolina. Um, in terms of you and Mark Robinson, since he's in the lead right now, where do you two differ from policies or beliefs? Where, what are the differences between you and Mark Robinson? Well, I think the, the, the huge difference, there's a couple of them. Uh, one is, uh, is, is basic background experience and the ability to be able to have uh, leadership uh, skills, if you will, accomplishment. I mean, I led the United States Congress in repealing Obamacare and defunding Planned Parenthood, and he couldn't even say anything about this backroom deal casino legislation. So I think, number one, there's a, there's a great leadership gap when you look at uh, his background versus ours, we've been blessed to lead in different capacities. To the heart of your question, when it comes to policy, um, I, I think there are some similarities, but there are huge differences when it comes to crony capitalism. Uh, the, the fact that the state now, even in Republicans, are picking winners and losers. Uh, he seems to be okay with that. I have a huge problem with that because what it does to... Uh, the small businesses and the free markets that we have that make up 65 to 67 percent of all jobs here in North Carolina. Uh, the government should not be in it. If you've got a company and you're busting your budget making widgets, and all of a sudden the state wants to come in and they want to fund it or underwrite it to 50 percent or 70 percent of its cost, it's going to eventually put you out of business. That's one of the huge differences there. Uh, and the other thing is, is I don't... I don't target different communities. I think he's got some different issues with different communities. Uh, we've been able, even though we left Congress as the highest-rated conservative to ever serve in the United States Congress in the top four leadership positions, we've been able to build bridges to take our message of liberty and individualism into different places and new communities. He doesn't. He's, he's never been able to do that. That's a, that's a couple of things. Uh, the other thing is, uh, Brett. It's it's hard to know specifically on his policy stuff because he has a memorized soundbite speech that he goes. He never gets into talking about the economic issues, the port sizes, or or pave roads, or how we recruit, or why the governor's an ambassador to recruit manufacturers. There's no in-depth conversation, which gives us the kind of the follow-up that we were just talking about. This is why people need to debate. This is why they need to take questions. Talk with Mark Walker for just a couple more seconds here uh, before we head into the break. And I really do appreciate him joining us tonight. So in terms of, you know, people potentially bowing out, I saw Dale Falwell put out a, a, a tweet yesterday and then you, and you responded about potentially trimming the field of those running for governor on the Republican side. What are your thoughts about that as a whole? Well, I, I think in order, if you're going to beat somebody who's been running for this position for two and a half years, it needs to be a one-on-one -on -one race. And Dale and I have had, have had that conversation before. He's not promised to do anything. But if you're running 2 or 3% and we're running in the teens, as we get closer, not saying that you have to make the decision at this point, but I think you need to start consolidating, just like I would say on the presidential level. There's no reason that 9 or 10 people running 3% here or 5% here. I think it's important. It allows the contrast to be more clear, and I hope some of these guys will consider that. Mark Walker running for governor. It was a late phone call or text message to him today, and he was very, very kind to join us today. And I really do appreciate you joining us on this Friday. 
Always a privilege, Brent. You take care. Thanks a lot. Now let's swing on over to the WBT Traffic Center with Pam Warner.